You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. Uh, I'm excited about, about this, this message. This is the first time, and it's kind of a fun experience for me. It's my first time getting a chance to uh, preach on Vision Sunday. And, uh, and why I love that so much is because Vision Sunday is one of those Sundays that really stuck out to me when Katie and I first came. And uh, she's not here this morning. We're not in a fight. Uh, she, uh, at least not that I'm aware of. We might be, but... Um, but she's a little under the weather and, and, and one, of, one of my girls. So uh, praying for them and everybody else who um, has the Abercrombie variant. And uh, some have the Omicron, but I've got the Abercrombie. You keep wanting to take off your shirt and pose in front of stores and stuff. That's better. It's better if you have abs when you get that variant. But since I don't, it's weird. You know what I mean? Just It's more of a weird Weird spinoff. Apparently, no no vaccine for it either. My desire to uh, take off my shirt. So uh, my wife is trying to find a cure, but uh, so far none available. Um, <laughs> all right, completely off topic. Let's come back. Um, so Vision Sunday, when we were first uh, a part of Awaken years back and was coming to Vision Sunday, let me just ask this. How many of this is your first Vision Sunday at Awaken Church? Let me see your hand. Awesome. Great to have you guys. Welcome. So when, when I was first coming to Vision Sunday, I don't know what your expectation of what this might be like. Maybe somebody let you in on the secret or how we approach it. But for, for us, previously, the idea of Vision Sunday was a little bit more like the church's State of the Union address. You know what I mean? So you'd kind of come, you sit back, you'd watch some highlight videos, get to hear about what the vision for that church is for that year. And, and it, hey, it's great to talk about, you know, vision projects and missions and all the great things we have to accomplish together as a church, and we have vision builders. We're all giving into that and expanding that, and that's awesome. But Vision Sunday at Awaken is not that. Vision Sunday is not about what is Awaken doing. It's about what are you doing? What has God called you to do? What has he put in your heart to do? What's the vision that God has given to you? So for me, initially, I just thought this was like a passive sit back, take notes, maybe eat some popcorn, enjoy the experience of what was about to happen. You tell me what the vision is. Rather, this is different. This is no saying, okay, you lean in and ask God for the vision that he's given you. Right? Well, what is God saying to you? What's the vision that God has put in your heart for this year, for this next few years, for this era that God has called you into? God has got something specific with you in mind. And I want us to take on 2022 with vision, with faith, with passion, with expectation of everything that God wants to do because he's got you here for a reason. I like to remind us that if you're on this earth and you're breathing some oxygen, that means that God has a purpose for you in mind, right? He's got something intentional that he wants you uh, to, to operate in, something intentional that he wants you to, to walk out. Oftentimes, all throughout biblical history, the, the warriors that we love, the leaders that we talk about, the stories that we tell, are typically always a response of the cry of people being oppressed or uh, 
attacked or in distress or going through some issue, then God would then raise up a leader to go and meet the issue. So I believe firmly that, that you guys are a response of God to this city. I believe that you guys are a response of heaven to what the, the people in this world need. So you're not just here by accident. People have reached, have cried out to God. And the Bible will use terms like when the cry it reached or when it reached like a certain level of sort of uh, a pain, then God says, okay, I hear you and I'm going to send somebody to set you free. And I believe that God does that and is doing that in this room, that you guys are a response of heaven, that you're here for such a time as this. And, and I know that we would see that of Pastor Yeager and Leanne for sure. Wow, they're here for such a time as this to speak truth into the culture. Maybe we'd think of that as, as an organization or a church collectively that, man, we're making a difference in our city. But what is all of this made up of? It's each of us individually. It's individual lives. It's families. It's couples. It, it's, it's you guys who are leaning into the voice of God and saying, God, what do you have for us in this year? What's the vision that that you've given us uh, for this year, and together we're going to take it on. Amen, amen. Let me um, quick shout out Nick and Katie and the new baby are here. Come on, baby Judah, baby Judah. Yeah, Nick hasn't slept for since you know the baby was born. That's fine. You know what's the cool thing uh, about having a new kid is you start realizing how little sleep you can exist on. You know what I mean? You thought like, man, I needed my eight hours. And then you're like, man, I had eight minutes and I feel so good. I am dialed. I love like new, new, uh, new uh, families where they're like, um, when they're like, oh man, the baby slept for three hours. I feel so good. You know what I mean? You're like, wait, just like dish three. That's yeah. And I feel amazing. You know, it's amazing what a few consecutive hours will do when you're used to being wide awake. I remember many of you guys know Pastor Mike Finn. Uh, this is one of my favorite memories of he and Rachel. Before they had their first baby, they're at our house for having dinner. And Mike, Mike's a routine guy. He's a, I mean, you can look at him like no hair is ever out of place in Pastor Mike Finn. So he's meticulous, he's routine, he's dialed, he's got his, his rhythms. And he said to me, without it being a joke, he said, oh, babies aren't going to change my life. I was like, oh, oh no, that's, that's cool. Uh, yeah, 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 no, 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 I got to have my morning workouts. No, I... I will not skip those workouts. I don't care. Baby's not messing with our schedule. I was like, oh, no, that's cool. Yeah, no. So, yeah, let's, let's talk in a couple months. That'll be cool. I think literally when the baby was born, a few months later, he was like, I haven't been to the gym in forever. Oh, my God. I was like, yes. But you guys are dialed in as parents. You guys are good. So, like, here I'm just, like, scaring them. They're like, oh, this is cool. Thanks for this encouragement. Babies are a blessing from the Lord, and I'm so thankful for it. Thank you, Lord, for all the new babies being born at Awakened Church and in this house. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing on the future. God, God's mandate, if you're jumping into the one-year Bible plan, that means you're right in Genesis chapter 1, 2, 3. Isn't it sad only three chapters in, and it's already just gone downhill? You know what I mean? You're like, could we not have made like a whole book? Nope. Three chapters and sin enters. Darn it. I don't judge them, though. If it hadn't happened with them, one of us would have eaten an apple. Um, 
but but right from the very beginning, the mandate on us is to increase and multiply, to fill the earth and subdue it. God has given us responsibility and charge over the earth. So when we take on another year, don't just see it as existing. You have a responsibility. You have a privilege. You have ownership. You have a mandate from heaven that we are to take on 2022 with passion, with intentionality, with the thought of increase, with the thought of multiplying, with the thought of leading, of taking dominion, of establishing the kingdom of God, of leading forward. This is not an existing year. This is not a hold on year. This is a take territory kind of a year. Amen. Amen. Let, let me um, kick off uh, kind of today's message with Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, and this will kind of lead into our, our title and where we're going from here. Jesus Christ is the same, someone say same, he's the same yesterday and today and forever. So Jesus is the same. He's the same yesterday. He's, he's been the same for history. When you, when you read the Bible, the biblical history and human history since then, he is the same God that we read there. He's the same in our history. He's the same in our past. He's the same today, right? Whatever you, wherever you find yourself, whatever situation, God is the same, and he will be the same tomorrow. He will be the same the next day. He will be the same. Now, when you think of um, Jesus being the same or the, this, this concept of same means that you're going to get more of something, right? If, if you're going to have the same thing this year as you did last year, it means you're having more of, the, of something specific. Now, I think sometimes when we think of a new year, we're like, well, I'm not trying to have the same. I want, I want new. I want fresh. I want different. I want better. I want new year, new me, all, all that kind of stuff, right? And how hopefully F45 can help me accomplish that. But, um, uh, but, but new year, uh, but same God, okay? So you may have new challenges, you may have new circumstances, you're going to have new opportunities, you're going to have things that you can approach and, and take on, but you have the same God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, this is really, really good news because he is consistent. God is constant. God is unchanging. You're going to have more of the same that God has to offer in your life, right? More, more consistently. Oh, is this not working? Yo. Hey, guys. Can you hear me now? Is that a little better? Hey, guys. All right. Well, these monitors were great. I thought I was doing so good. Did anybody hear the last 10 minutes? <laughs> Thank you, amazing production team. Let's give it up. Woo! All right. Hebrews chapter 13. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you guys kind of mildly heard me? Okay, that's good. All right, good. Just not as crisp as you wanted, Tiger. I understand. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, there, there's a biblical precedent and theme. I'm going to jump down to Exodus chapter 3, uh, verse 6. There's a biblical theme. Judah, let's not get like that. Come on. I got to work on my preaching. Can't hold his attention. Um, Exodus chapter 3, Moses has been summoned by God to deliver 
the children of Israel, to deliver his people that have been in bondage and have been in slavery. And so God is now tapping Moses on the shoulder. And one of the things that he does is reiterate his consistency throughout generations when he's describing who he is and why Moses needs to, to respond. Exodus 3, 6, it says, Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid. So this is the burning bush moment. This is this powerful kind of God encounter moment. But God, when he's describing himself, when he's engaging uh, Moses, he's helping him understand, listen, I'm the same God that was with Abraham. I'm the same God who continued with Isaac. I'm the same God that was with Jacob, and I am going to be with you. I'm that God. I'm the same God. So Abraham, as you know, man, Abraham had this promise to be the father of many nations. So when, when God is saying to Moses, I am the same God, I'm the God of your father. I'm that one. That's who I am. I am El Shaddai. I am Jehovah. I am that God who was with Abraham. Moses would have understood that, would have understood the, what was facing him. Well, what the, the conversation that was going on, because we see that Abraham had some very specific challenges and battles that he had to face, that he had to come up against, and God delivered him. God was there. God showed up in a big way. So uh, Abraham and Sarah had been promised to be the, the parents of, of many nations, and yet they ha could have no children. In Hebrews 11, 11 we... we we see the story kind of from Sarah's angle. It says this, And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. So when we're talking about him being the same God, we're talking about more of the promises of God in 2022. We were talking about more of the faithfulness of God in 2022. Sarah considered that, man, God is a faithful promise maker and he's a faithful promise keeper. God is not just uh, making promises and breaking them. He is somebody who is faithful to his word. And Sarah considered that. She pondered the faithfulness of God. She remembered how good God is. And she said, man, I don't know how this is going to happen. I'm too old. I'm my woman is done. This isn't going to work. And yet she considered him faithful, had promised. So you're going to have the same God that was the God of Abraham who made promises, but then made good on those promises. Here's uh, the same story from the, the other angle of Abraham in, in Romans chapter four. It says this, against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old, and Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promises of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that the God that God had power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. 
Man, what, what a scenario, what, what a situation. I mean, we're talking about beyond the realm of possibility. Abraham had been given a promise by God, but now the circumstances were completely dead. The circumstances were done. The circumstances were an issue facing them where they, they couldn't see beyond it. They couldn't see the possibility of where it might go or how this could happen. Yet they made a decision. We're going to trust God. We're going to believe him. He promised, I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe. Man, another month goes by. Another year goes by. Another decade goes by. I'm going to believe. I'm going to trust. I'm going to believe you, God. I'm going to believe you, God. Now, obviously, I want to believe that every single promise, every single goal, every single vision, you write down your 22 vision card, comes to pass in 2022. But what happens if it takes a year or five years or 10 years or 20 years? Are you going to believe? Are you going to trust God? Are you going to believe God? Because this is what was accredited to Abraham is that he believed when it was impossible. When all hope was lost, he still believed. He still trusted God. He still leaned in to what God had for him. And Abraham, I was talking to David early, Abraham has this issue where his wife is, is barren and then God does a miracle at the end. The same thing is happening with Isaac and he prays and God opens up her womb. Right, so, so Isaac had seen the faithfulness of God in his dad, had heard the stories, had realized that God is able. And so then he cries out to God again and he goes, come on, you're the same God. Come on, you're the same God who opened my mom's womb. You're the same God who can open my wife's womb. Come on, we, we, we serve the same God. Someone say same God. Yeah, we, we, we don't serve a God who changes with times. Times change. Circumstances change. Governments change. Economy, economies change. Different situations change. But God is the same God. We have a new year, but we have the same God. The same faithful God, the same consistent God, the same powerful God, the same God full of love, full of grace. We serve that God. And God continues this pattern with uh, Joshua. Joshua is the protege of Moses. Moses is now done. His time has passed, and Joshua is going to take them into the promised land. Uh, uh, Joshua 1.5, God speaks to Joshua and says, No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. I mean, that, that's some good news. And th this, is, this is what Joshua needed to hear. Man, I've seen you do great things in Moses, but what about me? What about my time? What about my era? And God's saying, listen, like I was with him, I'm going to be with you. Why? Because I am the same God. I'm the same God. I, I'm not changing. I'm not fickle. I, the Bible says he's not a man that he should lie. He's, he is consistent. He's faithful. He's for you, right? That's, that's the thing we got to remember. God has good plans for you. He's got good intentions for your 2022. He's got things he's already earmarked for your good. Sometimes we wonder about that or we might even go, man, you know, uh, you know, people can talk down about preachers. We just talk about, man, blessing and favor and God's goodness. And Now, are you going to have challenges in 2022? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are going to, you are going to, I'd, I'd be fun to pretend like there's not going to be anything that we face. Um, Jesus said in this world, you're going to have trouble, right? But what does he say? Take heart. I've overcome it, right? We have the victory in Jesus already in advance, but you're going to have trials. 
You're going to have difficulty. You're going to have battles. You're going to have things you're going to have to fight. You're going to have situations that are going to look impossible, but you have to keep believing God even in the middle of impossible circumstances. You're going to have those types of moments, but you can remember, you can stop and pause and go, listen, I know this may be a difficulty. I know I might be facing something specific here, but I serve the same God and I'm not going to waver in my unbelief. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be uncertain about, man, if God was with, uh, Abraham, and if God was with Isaac, and if God was with Jacob, and if God was with Moses, and if God was with Joshua, all throughout biblical history and all throughout our lives, I know about you, but I've got stories of God's faithfulness in my own life. I've shared some of them in, in different times, but God wants you to continue to remember that he is the same God that delivered you, the same God that saved you, the same God that maybe helped break addiction off your life, the same God that restored your marriage, the same God that, that uh, gave you wisdom and insight and that business strategy, the same God that helped cancel a debt or, or heal a sickness. or that, that God, that story, your history with you and God and your family line, he is the same God today. He has not wavered in his commitment towards you. He has not lessened in his power that's available to rescue and to transform your life. He is the same God. Someone say same God. So David understood this too. King David, he would have been the beneficiary of this understanding and the stories of, of, his, uh, of the fathers of, of the faith. And so when David is engaging God and he's with the sheep and he's spending time with God, he has this understanding of how great God is and what he's done throughout the, the history of the, the Jewish people. And he comes to the battle of, of Goliath, right? He, he comes to the battle scene and Goliath is, is taunting and Goliath is spitting his threats and he's challenging God and he's challenging the armies of God. And David hears everybody else is afraid, but David has a different response to the taunts of the giant. Just like I believe this room is going to have a different response to 2022 than maybe some others might, but this room is going to respond like David. And David says this in 1 Samuel 17, 26, David asked the men standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes the disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? So David responds with just going, man, let's take this guy out. What is going on? Who does he think he is? And he checks out the word circumcision just for kicks. I, I mean, he just, it's sort of like an unnecessary, I kind of think he's maybe, he's jabbing at him semi, semi, uh, you know, kind of slur there a little bit, um, talking crap about him. And, um, he, he calls this thing out and he says, man, who, why would he possibly defy the armies of the living God? Let's take this guy out. Let's end this thing. Let's be done with this situation. So he, he responds with courage. He responds with boldness. He responds with a determination to uh, take this thing head on. And he responds with it in light of who God is. And then when he comes, he finally gets an audience with the king. And um, in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 37, it says this, The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. So David, when he's taking on a new giant facing him, 
And when you're taking on a new year, I want you to do what David did and recount how God has helped you win battles so far, right? Because David goes, hey, listen, God helped me with the lion. Come on, the same God helped me take out the bear. And the same God is going to help me take out this giant. Right? There, there was a faith that built in him because he remembered the goodness of God, because he remembered the power of God, because he remembered the strength of God. He says, listen, we're going to take this giant out because I serve the same God. He hasn't left me. He hasn't forsaken me. He hasn't discarded me, right? And when we're taking on a new year, we've got to remember the victories, remember how God has been faithful to us. And I don't know about you, but I find myself doing this just my own prayer time with God, right? When, when I'm facing a new challenge, and even, you know, th- this, you know, as I'm praying for this weekend and praying for this message and praying for you guys, there's things that are challenges ahead of me that I am praying and reminding myself that I serve the same God who took care of the situation a year ago or five years ago or 10 years ago where God provided, where God made a way, where there seemed to be no way, all all that kind of stuff, God God shows up. And so in my prayer time, I'm reminding myself to trust God because God has been faithful and he will continue because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So it's a part of the weapon that you and me got to pray with and God have faith with is we lean in and say, come on, God. I remember, I'm going to recount it. I'm going to, I'm going to retell the stories to myself about how you provided, about how you were faithful, about how you pulled through, about how you made that business connection that no one saw coming, about how you, how you healed that, how you reversed that diagnosis. I'm going to remember how, how you provided. Right. You know, I, I told the story about when we had first stepped out and, you know, big new adventure and, and literally didn't know where the next paycheck was coming from. And we were walking in faith and we fridge was getting empty and we prayed and said, come on, God, I, what we did is we started doing this. I started reminding myself and God said, come on, God, you spoke this way and you said to do that. And you called us to step out and you, you reminded us this way and you've been faithful to lead us. So I know that you got a plan. And I said, man, if you can feed the prophet in the wilderness with birth, you can send food to my doorstep. And the next morning I come out of my, my house and there's just hundreds of dollars of groceries on the front step. And God supernaturally provided, um, you know, there, there's several other moments like that in the beginning seasons of stepping out one thousand dollars down and a check for a thousand dollars in the mail. God just provided moment after moment, leaning in Then then like I've shared before, then God said, Hey, this was just to let you know I'm here, but now I'm going to give you ideas to put to work. I'm not just going to keep sending you checks. <laughs> Darn it. I was like, God, I thought we had a good thing going here. Uh, uh, that's, that's what the government wants to do. Um, don't get in the trap. <laughs> God calls us to uh, to work, to use what we've been given, to increase, to multiply. Um, but God was faithful to remind me, hey, I got you. I'm with you. I will fulfill my promises to you. I'm the same God. So from time to time, I remember that. If, if I ever feel like I'm facing something that, that, that I, can't, I can't see my way around, I just go, okay, well, let me just remind myself of what you've been to me. What you've been biblically, 
the stories, you know, the accounts, the historical accounts, the stories of, of your power. Let me remind myself of those. It's where faith, the Bible says faith comes by hearing, right? So I remind myself of what your word says to be true. I remind myself of, of what how you've shown up in history. I remind myself of how you've shown up in my own personal life, in my family's life, how you've been faithful. And it reminds me that I serve the same God, right? It reminds me that if he did it before, he can do it again. It's one of the reasons why men's and women's prayer is so important because we take the time to hear God's stories, right? And, uh, and, and th- this week is the first Tuesday of the month. So Bressy and San Marcos are all together over at San Marcos, just as a note. Um, forgot to mention that last, last service. And uh, women are right here at 7 a.m. On, on Thursdays. And amen. Come on, ladies. Woo. Um, when we hear those God stories about what God has done in your life, man, it just gets you just pumped up, right? You just get full of faith and expectation because I know that the same God who did that in your life is the same God who could do it in my life. We're not serving different religions or, or some lowercase g gods where he's, they're showing different random favor to different people based on preferences. No, no, we serve the same God, right? The same God that did a miracle in your life can do it in my life and vice versa. If God has provided for me, he can provide for you, right? If God showed up and did a miracle in my life, he can do it in your life, right? If he's healed the sick, in somebody else's family, he could heal a sick person in your family. God is able, God is faithful, God is for you and not against you. He will never leave you and never forsake you. And I refuse to go into 2022 making plans based on fearful expectation of the current circumstances. Instead, I'm gonna make plans in faith because I serve the same God, because he is faithful, amen? He's good. He's able. Genesis 8:22 says this, as long as the earth endures seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. God is the same. He's consistent. He's forever. He's eternal. Nothing in your world is beyond his scope, beyond his ability, beyond his potential to intervene and to impact. And as we begin to write, if you haven't already written on your vision cards, I want you to remember his mercy. I want you to remember his promises. And I want you to remember his power. I love this Deuteronomy 7. This is the last one. I got a lot of scripture. Just packed it in today. Come on, start off the year with, with the word. Deuteronomy 7, 19. You saw with your own eyes the great trials, the signs and wonders, the mighty hand and outstretched arm with which the Lord your God brought you out. The Lord your God will do the same to all the peoples you now fear. I love that reminder. Say, listen, you've seen, you've heard. Guess what? He's about to do the same. Why? Because he's the same God. He doesn't waver. He doesn't sleep or slumber. He's not absent. He's not disconnected. He is available. His mercy is available this year. His promises he's going to make towards you are going to be unbelievable this year. His power. Don't forget his ability to rescue. Um, Several times you'd ask kind of the question, is my arm too short to save? You know what I mean? Like God God brings that out to say, listen, why are you freaking out? (laughs) 
Am I, am I not able? The answer is yes, he is. It's a rhetorical question, right? Is my arm too short? Am I be, is it beyond me? Is your situation, is your issues, is your challenge beyond? No, it's not. He's available. He's with you. And right now, I want you, I know many of you have already been writing or filling it out. I want you to begin to write down on there. And I love that we always have an area for three names that we're believing to come to Christ this year as well. Neighbors, family members, coworkers. Our goal is in 2020, we have that on there because we never want a goals or vision to just be about just all the stuff I could get or do in 2022. I want I want my, my heart to be attached to making a difference in the community, to making a difference in the people's lives around me, to sharing the gospel. That's the most important thing we can do in 2022 is for people to hear about Jesus and be discipled. Amen. So we got those down. And then here's what I want you to do. And, and my whole heart and intention around the message this morning is to get you to a place where that one, two, or three things that you didn't want to put on the vision card because you thought, I don't want to be disappointed at the end of 2022, I want you to put those on there. <laughs> I want you to put that thing on there. I want you to put that thing on there that scares you a little bit. I want you to write that. Why? Because we serve the same God. The same God who raises the dead. The same God who causes the deaf to hear. The same God who causes the blind to see. The same God who can part the Red Sea. The same God who raised Lazarus, who raised Jesus. The same God, right? We serve that God. (laughs) So is anything too difficult for the Lord in 2022? No. So let's write a vision card like that's true. Let's believe for the unbelievable. Let's believe for the supernatural. Let's believe in expectation. I love like Pastor Jesse was saying, man, I want to see everything that God has for me in this year. I want to see more miracles. I want to believe for God's kingdom to expand in a way I've never seen before. I want to have more fun with my family than I've ever had before. I want to enjoy life to the fullest. I want to, uh, I want to see uh, freedom restored in our state again. I want to see things shift, right? Maybe some of you guys even think about putting, um, you know, major political shift type things on your on your vision. Come on, what are you praying for? Who do you want to see removed from office? Hello. <laughs> oh boy, you're gonna need a couple cards for that. <laughs> but I mean, we're, we're we're having a bit of fun, but. Let's pray for it. Because I, I don't want to just rally and we're going to rally. I don't want to just speak, which we are going to speak. We're going to speak at an event tomorrow. Sharon, we, we got a, another great rally uh, tomorrow down in Belbo Park, right? And uh, what time is it again? 8 to 11 at the uh, Belboa Pavilion, Belboa Park, Oregon Pavilion. There we go. So we're going to be down there. We're going to continue to speak. We're going to continue to raise our voice. We're going to continue to take action. We're going to take legal action, whatever we got to do in the natural. But if we're not praying 
and doing the spiritual battle side of it, then we're, we're fighting with an arm behind our back. You know what I'm saying? God has given us the, the, and the mandate to pray and to intercede on the behalf of the people and the cities that God has called us into, right? The Bible says you look for someone to build a wall, stand in the gap, and intercede on behalf of the city. And in that passage in the Old Testament, it says, but he found no one. I don't know about you, but in 2022, when God says, I'm looking for somebody to intercede on behalf of San Diego, I want him to go. I found thousands of them, actually thousands of them in San Diego, willing to stand up, willing to pray, and willing to believe for absolute breakthrough in a city. Well, God's able to do it. He's able to do it. Come on, Jesus said, listen, don't fear, disbelieve, just believe, just believe. Come on, who's ready to believe that the same God who did all those things in the Bible, the same God who did all those things in your life, is the same God who's going to meet your need, see your life transform, see your circumstances shift? Come on, we serve the same God. Come on, who's going to believe that 2022 is going to be a year of miracles? It's going to be a year of breakthrough. It's going to be a year of freedom. It's going to be a year of healing. Come on, because we serve the same God. We serve that God. We serve that, that God of breakthrough. Amen. You can stay standing or stand to your feet. We're going to get ready and have our, our ministry team come forward, and we're going to get ready to pray with you. Here's what we do if you're, if you're new here. We're going to take this card. You're going to fill it out. You can always add more stuff to it later, but get as much on there as you're feeling right now. And then we're going to invite you to come forward before we, as we dismiss and head out for the day. We're going to have our ministry team down here in the front come forward individually or as a couple coming forward. And we want to lay hands on these, this vision, these goals, this dream, these passions that God has given you for this year. Uh, personal ones, business ones, relationships, uh, whatever it is that you're believing God for, these these audacious, faith-filled, impossible kind of dreams and goals, we're going to pray together. And we're going to see God begin to do something unbelievable. I can't wait to hear the stories as they unfold. Our team's going to have oil, anointing oil. And we're going to pray and we're going to anoint every single one of these cards with you and believe the oil just represents the Holy Spirit. Biblically, it talks about that. We anoint things with oil. We believe for the supernatural touch of God. And God's going to do something amazing in your lives and your situation. And you're going to see God's hand. You're going to see his supernatural hand all throughout this year. Amen. Why don't you just lift up everyone around the room. Lift up the your, your card, your vision card. I just want to pray over everybody. And then we'll invite you forward. Mr. Team, you guys can come forward and get ready to receive people. Thank you, Jesus. Just go and lift up, lift up your hands around the room. Father, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you, God, for your provision. I thank you, God, for your supernatural uh, hand that is on their lives. Thank you, God, for every name that we're believing for salvation, that, that you are sending out angels after them. You're sending your grace towards them already right now. We're praying for them. We're praying for healing. We're praying for salvation. We're praying for transformation in our loved ones and co-workers and friends' lives. God, every vision, every dream, everything that's written down these cards, God, we ask. We ask, God, that you would move. We ask, God, that you would heal. We ask, God, that you would provide. God, I thank you, Lord, for the dreams that seem beyond possibility. God, that you've already orchestrated the right connections, the right resources 
the right dreams, the right vision, the right ideas. God, I thank you, Lord, that you are the same God. You're the God of Abraham, of Isaac, of Jacob. God, you are the God of our fathers. You're our God, and you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we declare it done. We declare victory, freedom, healing, breakthrough, all the provision. God, I pray that you would bless them indeed and enlarge their territory. Let your hand be on them, I pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.